up everybody, it's your girl Jazzy Bell and you are watching Woman in Hip Hop Podcast. And on this show, we focus on the many talents and influences for Women in Hip Hop. And today, I'm so excited, and it's no exception, as you can see, I'm here with one of the queens of hip hop that paved the way for all the ladies that's doing it in the game today. My girl, straight from LA, I was gonna say Kilo. Right. Yeah. But <laughs> you can't play with my yo yo. Yo, yo, yo. Don't, don't try, try to play me out. out. Don't try to play me out. Hey, yo. We got yo yo in the building. What's up, yo yo? First of all, we here at the 2017 Black College Expo. And uh, we have Mega Evans College in Brooklyn. And yo yo just taught a dope seminar to the kids and teaching them how to. Um, and get A's in English oh. through hip hop. Say that one more time for me. Get A's in English through hip hop. It's an essay writing program. Yes, yes. But before we get into all of that, we got to discuss hip hop first, of course. You already know this show. Mm -hmm. I like to bring my audience in and let them know the background of every guest that I have on here. Okay. I like for them to know like the humble beginnings and okay. we can just briefly skip through that and obviously get to what you're doing today. Okay. So talk to me about Yo-Yo and how she started getting in the game. Well, I started, I started in hip hop around junior high school, mm -hmm. just loving music, mm -hmm. performing a lot of talent shows. Um, it wasn't really for women at the time, so of course, it was just something I love to do. I've been always been an entertainer. I think I've always been in the in the arts, sports, you name it. And hip hop clicked. Uh, Ice Cube was leaving N.W.A. looking for a female artist. I was the best on the West. They couldn't touch me. And, How did he find you? Uh, to one of his friends he, uh, that he grew up with, uh, who went to school with me, told him about me. And we got together and we What's started making music. I like the uh, yeah, I know, T-Bone. T-Bone. Okay. <laughs> of the Lynch Mob, yes. Uh, shouted me out to Ice Cube and Ice Cube came over, we met. And before long, we were making music in his mom's house. Wow. I know. So did you basically just spit for him? And that's, that's Well, you know what? I kind of had a following. Uh, we had from, you know, in Los Angeles, we had a lot of successful people come from our school as well. But we had like Star Search and... Solid gold, and we always have talent shows, and we I did a lot of shows around. A lot of people knew who we were. We called ourselves the Deaf City Girls, okay. so we'd go around, and everyone would you know would sing our. We we performed the whole audience would know our music, and you know sing it along with us. So we had like a, a small following. How many of you guys were there? It was three of us okay. when we started. And, and what's the name of high school? Washington High School, okay. Washington Prep High School, and it was three of us when we started. It it trickled down to two. Okay. And then by the time I met Ice Cube, it was only I. Right. He snatched you up. Snatched me up. No, you don't I want the group. <laughs> what you want to do? It's you, you, you or you want the group? We only want you. Is that pretty much what he gave you? No, the ultimate? no. <laughs> no, you know, because it wasn't for, uh, hip hop wasn't for girls, uh, you know, in high school, you know, the women wanted the Gucci boots, they wanted the Gucci bags, and here I was at lunchtime battling dudes. Wow. On the quad. Wow. I know, right? How did you get your love for hip hop? Who were some of the women prior to you that you Oh, to? God, Roxanne Chante. I love Roxanne Chante. Uh, Chante. Salt and Pepper. I love Salt and Pepper. Of course, I came up with Queen and La. We were around the same times. But, um, you know, uh, you know, um, shoot, uh, so many women um, from those times. I, I can't, I just drew a blank on um, 
my girl, uh, and now she sings. Um, now she sings? She had the group, oh God, they're going to kill me. Angie, Angie, Angie Stone. Angie Stone. I got you, yes. Yes! <laughs> you know, Angie B. Angie. What? <laughs> you know, so. A lot of people don't give her that uh, credit that yeah. she was one of the ones that paved the way. She yeah. was in the group. The group was. Yeah. Um, to be a part of it and uh, looking forward to you know going to New York and, and working on my own project so mm -hmm. I was excited so after doing that record I, I always read that it was like a favor for a favor which sounds like I don't like to say that because y'all are a unit right so what do you mean? as far as you doing it's a man's world and then him getting on your iconic well, you know what? We actually we wrote that song together at his mom's house. We were writing, and he came. I'll never forget. We were writing, and he told I can't. I used to go over um, his house, and he came in. He was like, "Oh my God, you'll never." I I, I wrote this song, and he was, wow. you know, and I yeah. was like, "What?" And he was like, "Yeah." So he, we were in the hallway, and he just was like, "You know, my name is Yo Yo. I'm not a whole no." And I was like. <laughs> You know, he was like, I like to flow so swift, it's got to be a gift. So, yeah. Yes. So, the beginning of it, he wrote it, and he was like, and then the hook will say, you can't play with my yo-yo. Yeah. And I was like, oh! You know, so he was all excited about it. And uh, we went on just to write together. Um, you know, he wrote the he, he, he wrote the idea and the introduction of the song. And he pretty and, much finished uh, it. Yeah, we, we, well, we finished it together. Yeah. Q was really uh, instrumental in my career before. I had no writer's help when I was just doing it on my own and trying to uh, get in. But once I got in with Q, he was so creative. He would get off the plane and he like, oh my God, I got something for you. And you know, I have to tell him, like, hold up, don't you know, you're not writing all my stuff on you. But he loved to write and we wrote together a lot. And um, really, he just gave me ideas because my music, when I, you know, fresh out of high school, was on a basic level. Mm -hmm. And so him, who had already been in the industry, was, was trying to always and we fought about it a lot you know because I thought that maybe he was trying to be too controlling over my music but now you look at it now I learned I learned during the process that it was just him lifting me up saying okay you know your your raps are basic you need to make it universal we need it what the kids call leveling up rap right exactly now. yeah mm -hmm. so um so you know always a great guy still to this day yeah I see that y'all stay in touch I saw that yeah. you were just on um hip hop square yes yeah. Well, cute. You know, um, it's been a while. When you grew up with someone, mm -hmm. I think we did have a separation side where it was like, okay, let me stand on my own. Mm -hmm. You know, cute got married and moved on, and you know, broke away from all the cliques 
and everyone who, you know, the lynch mob and yeah. all the other artists that he was working with so that he can focus on him because, you know, after a while, an art, you know, because he was mature and I don't think he needed a tag team so much. Yeah. So, you know, we all went our separate ways, but it's, it's good that we all, you know, stay in touch and, you know, can still eat off of each other's plate. Yeah. yeah. How do you, um, what were your fondest moments? Because now that I'm thinking about that time, it was so fresh right. and it was so much fun. Yeah. And I just feel like that was the best era of hip hop so far. Because right. I feel like hip hop is going to be everlasting. Right. What is your fondest moments from back then? My fondest moment is when, you know, they had the East Coast and West Coast beef, you know, they were, it was the feud of who started hip-hop, you know, whether the West Coast started it, whether the East Coast started, and when I came out with Ice Cube, there was just this big hype, Cube was working with Public Enemy, and we were doing a lot of work on the East Coast, I, you know, came to the East Coast to get my deal with Sylvia Rome, and so, um, we did the Apollo. And with all that beef going, we didn't know how it was. So it was like, it was, um, it was an uneasy feeling of, you know, Ice Cube and the lynch mob. And he was introducing Yo-Yo to the East Coast. It was kind of like a scary thing for me. But we got on there, and I'm telling you, the energy of Ice Cube and I, I mean, it was the, it was the most um, memorable moment of hip-hop for me because, you know, I had never seen people in the audience throw money on the stage. Wow. You know, it was just so dope. I was like, Especially wow. at the height of that? Oh, it was so dope. We did two shows back to back, and I mean, historic. Yeah, yeah, see? East Coast got love for the West. I know, right? <laughs> I brought love to the <laughs> Now, how do you feel about the current state of hip-hop for females? Well, you know what? Um, I think, you know, they're, 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 they're wide in the spectrum, you know. Um, they're opening the door for more women to be creative. And, um, you know, it's always it's always an up and down thing, but I, I love to always give credit. I do have my opinions about, you know, certain things in hip-hop that I wish I could be a big sister to the women, some women in hip-hop. Well, I, I, you know, like, um, a lot of women don't have to go through the, the struggles we went through if if they allowed old school hip hop, which they considered old school hip hop, we were legends in the game, to really mm -hmm. share their stories. Um, because when I got in the industry, I thought that I was gonna have more support. I thought that I was gonna have more sisterhood. and People would kinda of guide you through, because you know, it's, it's an industry that you know nothing about, coming straight from high school. And it's not dominated. Yeah, and thrown into a world of music, not really understanding what's the demo, I mean, you know, how powerful hip hop, um, was becoming at that time and not really having the leadership you know you said you didn't want to fall into the temptation era where you have to work your whole life or you thought that you thought you know because you can make so much money but without guidance and leadership um, you know you make a lot of wrong choices and wrong decisions and uh, I wish that I could have more of an impact of a big sister role Why to do you play. feel like you don't? Oh, well, because, you know... Um, Are the women not receptive of it? Do you feel? No, I, I just feel like we're we're in two different worlds. I think, you know, um, we don't really mesh with the new school, and the new school rarely mesh with the with the older uh, hip-hop legends who's been in the game. I mean, you do cross. I see Trina and them cross a little bit, uh, Eve and, and them, but on a friendship level, me, because I'm a teacher and I'm always wanting to, you know, give more advice yeah. and stuff like that, that's just my, my, you know, my take on it. Yeah. But they do mesh, but just not, maybe, I just don't get out enough. Maybe, I was about to say, because I really think with your personality, you're so warming, and yeah. you're so, um, 
down to earth. Yeah, you know what? I think, but well, I see a lot of stuff that you know, like, um, you know, I want to tell you know some of the women, you know, even the young girls, you know, you you don't have to you don't have to follow every trend, and you know, and um, although this you know this whorish rap is just so popular right now. You don't just have to follow that whorish trend because you want to have longevity and, and you got to start finding, figuring out a way out now because you have to set a foundation for yourself. Music it will take you so, so far, um, but then you have to, you, you get to a, a, a place where you have to transition and we all transition in life. And you want them to be able to transition Easy, and you, but you have to start setting that up now. And I didn't know that, and I want to tell them, you have to start setting that up now. You know, mm -hmm. some people who've done PR for forever, you know, they get out of PR from doing it for 26 years, and they're like, what am I gonna do now? Mm -hmm. You know, not really having set something up, but work for a major label their whole career. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the same thing with artists. You know, they come now and say, well, yo, yo, what do I do? How do I get it? And, you know, some of them are looking for their royalties. Now it's 26 years later. Yes. And they're like, well, you know, you know, they want information. But, you know, so if you start early, getting your stuff and asking questions, you know, I want to tell you, know, those budgets. It looks pretty, you know, when you're impressing people, telling them you're spending, you know, you're riding around and all this money, you're doing all these videos. You know, you want that money to be able to last you. Yeah. You know, and that's your budget. You know, that's your money. That's yes. that, you know, that's your pocket money. It's like almost like insurance. You get hurt, and they keep telling you to go to the doctor, go to the doctor. Then you break off that bill, and mm -hmm. they tell you to get two million. You get twenty thousand, and the rest of it went to the doctor yes. and all of the you know chiropractors and everybody else. Same thing with music. Yes. So you know, when you get that lump sum, you want to make sure that they are um, able to um, live off of it. Financial security is a big problem. Um, you know, after the 10 years is up. I want to do a seminar and I would love for you to be a part of it, like a panel woman yeah. to, to do that. Because yeah. you're teaching, I mean, I sat there in the class yeah. that you taught and you're great at it. Thank you. You have such a gift for that. Thank and you. I would love for you to sit there and talk to the up and coming ladies, even the ones that's doing it right now, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and the ones that want to come up and yeah. do it, just to teach them that. And I felt like that's what Q was doping after watching Straight Out of Compton. Yeah. And I saw that he started to really indulge into the mm -hmm, business mm -hmm. side of it. So the oh. fact that you was attached to him, mm -hmm. and I'm he sure he played a huge yeah. part mm -hmm. in that. It's well, um, talk to me about your acting career because I want to get into that as well. Actually, no, because we're here at Mega Evers College Lips because I just talked about how you have a gift for teaching. Talk to me exactly about what you're doing here at Mega Evers. Well, the School of Hip Hop is a uh, performing arts school, we do arts and academics. And uh, when school is on break, the kids come and play at the Yo Yo School of Hip Hop. We do beat production, we do uh, lyric writing. We do theater, vocal training, and artist development. And then during the Black College Expo uh, college tours, mm -hmm. I am an ambassador. I do two seminars. I teach how to get A's in English through hip hop. And I just show them how to make sentences into paragraphs and paragraphs into essays. Now, one of the um, things that you say that's like your, what do you call that, like a model? Mm -hmm. How do you, you make say a it? statement and you back it up. You make a statement and you back it up. You do what? You do uh -huh. what? You make, make a statement and you back it up. You make a statement and you... So that's basically how you break down, how you write your lyrics and you implement that into everyday yeah. English life. Yeah, well, you know, kids, what I've learned is... You love know, it, by the way. Now you're going to have it stuck in my head. I know, right? That's a life... 
rule right there. I feel you said. You make a statement and you back it up. So if I say I'm gonna do something, right? I would do. It. You gotta do it. And in writing, if I make a comment, if I make a statement, then you back, back it up, up with all the information. What? Yeah. Especially okay. the difference between writing and speaking is speaking. You don't have to back up anything. Mm -hmm. I can tell you information and I can just let it fly off the handle. But when you're writing it, uh -huh. you have to show proof. Now, on the show, I do like to talk about like some of the urban myths because of what happened back in the day. Okay. And since you lived it, okay, I would love to know as a fan all the things that was like happening back okay. then. So I was online, and I feel like a lot of people leave you out of this. And I heard that Demetrius Chip Jr. was here. He don't want that blade Tupac on. Oh yes, he's here. Yeah, I he's haven't seen him yet. Yeah, but um, it's been known that you and Tupac dated. Yes, back in the day. Right. Now, why do you feel that they don't ever mention that as often as they do with like some of his friends that they always uh, connect him with? Because I once once I did my research, y'all were really close, and it was really obvious. Mm -hmm. So why do you feel like that's kind of left out of the legacy of Tupac? You guys' relationship. I have no idea. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, you know, um, I think people mention it. I, I just think, you know, when they're doing the movie, it was probably hard. He did have a great relationship with Jada, so right. they probably wanted to probably, you know, when you're creating a storyline. And then he had so many other women that, you know, probably they, you know, didn't want to mention if they brought one in, they probably have to bring them all in. And mm -hmm. I have no idea, but, you know, I was kind of happy they didn't. Why? Uh, because you know, um, y'all friendship seemed to be very like tight knit. Like, yeah, really I mean, because I was, it's a very sensitive matter to me too. Oh, is so it? Okay. no, I'm just saying. Yeah. So it was very sensitive to me. So you know, the the life of death of, and death of Pac was um really you know yeah really hard for me to even deal with. Even when I watched the movie, I went to the screening and watched it. I had to leave at a certain part of the movie because it was just like wow, you know, because we were great friends, and I think we were better friends than we were uh, lovers. You know. Mm -hmm. But we were we were um, we were friends. How did you meet him? We met. We were actually on the road together. We we you know he was a roadie. He was uh, out with Digital Underground, and we were on tour. And he and I would talk about everything. And he was just you know he was just a very he was a lover. He was romantic. He would write letters, and you know we would sit and talk, and we take walks, and you know he. Um, we could talk about his life. He had a lot of issues with his, you know, of course, his mom right. and growing up, and you know, he had high expectations, you know, and he was he was militant, and, yes. you know, very attractive to me. I, and I, he was a dope artist, and you know, I was attracted to him because of his art, actually. Yeah. And then we became friends. So what are your what is your fondest memories of Tupac? Thank you guys. Oh God, my fondest memory is you know just that no one knows because I feel like there's a lot of stories out there, and I feel like it's starting to become redundant when it comes to pop and me being a huge fan of hip hop of course but being a huge fan of pop yeah. I'm like what how was he what was like a moment where it's like I don't think a lot of people know this about pop well you know everybody pretty much they, they've kind of you know um, taken him in and out but you know he was just and you don't get the chance to really tell your story your relationship yeah, you with know, him but so was what just, was it that you two had that you was like I don't even know we well no you know we, we that you could share. Yeah, well, we were just great. You know, we were just great friends. Uh -huh. um, we had the best relationship. I mean, without speaking, we understood each other. You know, and um, even to his death, you know, we, we, when I saw him on the bed, you know, I could just look in his eyes, and um, I, you know, we were talking, and I, you know, 
you know, so we have, we just had a great relationship. It's so sad that, you know, so young and so talented. Now you were there that the, he had to the, die. Yeah. The, the last time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> Now, is it true? Now, the urban myth was that his mother called you mm -hmm. and let you know. Mm -hmm. So that is true. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So when you saw him, that, that he passed away? Yes. Your sister called me and told me that he passed away. So it wasn't his mother? Yes. Right. Yeah, I thought, I thought for sure he was going to pull through. And I was looking at, I don't know if you saw it, but it just aired the other day. Oxygen? No. Oh, I didn't see it, no. Which Ice T. Yeah, yeah and know. they interviewed Shug, and mm -hmm. Shug said that, you know, he could have been alive. He's still alive. Yes. What are your thoughts on that? Pakistan. Okay. <laughs> well, that wasn't really the question, but I mean, I like that you did touch on that because I would love to know your input on that. You know why he said that, though? Because he's saying the same thing that you just said now. When you saw him right before his passing, he seemed fine. So to get the call that well, he passed, you know, was that pretty shocking to you? Because it seemed like he was going to pull through. Yeah, and I have my myth to that, too. Yeah. Um, okay. You know, um... He was, he was, he was, he was, he was wounded. You know, mm -hmm. Pop was wounded. Um, you know. <clears throat> yeah, he was wounded. I, you know, I, 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 when I left, I did think he was going to make it. Um, you know, um, it was just so much that happened that day. It's just, you know, it's just, it's just so crazy. Do you remember the last thing he told you before you left the hospital? He told me, don't leave. Don't leave. And I basically, I'm assuming that doctors were just telling y'all to go. They had to. No, um, they had security. She didn't have security in the room. They actually asked us to leave. Oh. And no excuse as to why. Just... Well, that's when Park said, no, don't leave. He said, mm-hmm. And I screamed out loud, he don't want us to go. Because Kadada and I were in the room at the same time. And I said, he don't want us to leave. And the guy was like, well, I'm going to give you guys 10 more minutes. You know, and um, there was no doctors in there checking on him. It was only um, security that was in another room who came through. There's no doctors. Was I he able to verbalize? Was he able to talk? Mm -hmm. No, he just... wasn't talking. He had um, gluke around his eyes. His head was really big. Mm -hmm. He could see. He saw you though. You said gluke. Okay. Like the white stuff circling around your eyes. Oh, okay. So he couldn't see. You. Well, he yeah, just... we could see each other. Oh, I mean, okay. We looked at each other's eyes, but you know, you have that white stuff when your brow is. It's all just. <clears throat> You know, so yeah, yeah. So you know, anything you wish you could have said to him before you left? He said, "Don't leave." Oh, what was the last? I thing? wish I could have asked him. Was he scared? Like, is it something going on that? Is there a reason why you don't want me to leave? Like, are you okay? Is, you know, mm -hmm. you know, something going on that I don't know about. He was talking to me. He was talking. He was talking to me to with his eyes. I was asking him questions. He was just like, you know, and I was like, are you okay? Do you know who did this to you? And he was like, you know, he said yes, and then he said no. Mm. And I was, you know, for, so he for many talk. years, he I gesture. thought, yes, he was just gesturing. And, um, yes. For many years, you felt, you felt he knew who did it? Who shot him? No, I don't think he knows who shot him. Oh, I just okay. think some other stuff happened that, that he, like, he would have liked to say. Yeah. I don't think it had anything to do with the shooting, actually, but he probably wanted to say something else. I don't know what it was. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for sharing that, honestly. <laughs> I mean, because that's, that's his last moment that you were there. So I do want to touch on another urban myth because I was looking on the internet and I saw that they, I think they said it was reenacted in the film Straight Outta Compton and 
Easy E got the lynch mob jump. Was it in the mall? Oh, I have no idea. Okay, see, you were supposed to be there, and I was like, "What?" Well, okay, this was the story. Money B allegedly told someone who was on YouTube, and he made a video about it, and mm -hmm. said that Easy E got uh, was trying to get Ice Cube when that lynch mob jumped in the mall, mm. and you and Tupac was there. They claimed Q was there, but it wasn't Q. You and Tupac was there. Mm -mm. No, mm. and it was that Tupac was trying to show out for you by trying to fight the guys to show that he was like tough around you. Oh, no. Okay, there you go. That's, That's what I remember. I mean, you know, my memory, people are always telling me something like, you don't remember that baby fell from the building and you caught it? I'm no. like, the baby fell from the building and I caught it? You know, so it's a lot of stuff I don't remember. So it might have happened, but not, I don't remember that. I've never been into a, an altercation with anybody. Okay. Never. See? That's why I like to hear things from the horse's mom. Yeah, never. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Now, talk to me about the patch of video, romantic call. Romantic That call. was so iconic. Oh, uh, well... I love Patra. I know Patra's in Jamaica. I think okay. she's preaching. Oh, look at that! Preaching and teaching. I know, right? Wow. Yeah. So I, I reached out to Patra, but I, I loved doing romantic calls. It was my first, actually, um, I guess, yeah, song Jamaican really introduction because mm -hmm. you know West Coast we didn't listen to too much Jamaican, so right, not um, as much as they do here on the East. Not as much as they do on the East. Now I'm a Fanatic. Are you? Yes. You I, I, I play Alpha Line all day. Look at that. <laughs> now, I was, I was Pac. How did that happen with him being in the video? I know. Well, you know, we were friends. And so um, mm -hmm. uh, we, uh, who, what's her name put us together? The the rep, Patrick's rep called mm -hmm. me in and I did it. And we got Park to come in and do the video. Oh, okay. I feel like in that video, I could see the affection. Uh, uh, me and pa oh, anytime we were around each other, you could see it. I mean, we we really we grew to have a brother and sister kind of relationship though, because you know after a while, brother and know, sister. Yeah, we really even I mean, with the intimacy and everything involved. Well, because we would we I could call him. I mean, you know, um, mm -hmm. I can call him and, and tell him anything. You know, I can call him and tell him just stop it. <laughs> You know, you look stupid. Really? Right. And he would say, shut up. You out there with your ass out. You know? <laughs> you know? So we, we had a brother and sister relationship. Yeah, once we once we weren't dating anymore, we weren't we were just good friends, you know. Yeah. 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 Okay, now um I have to talk about Key Lolo and your iconic character in the show Martin. Right. Now I need to know how did that become to fruition? How the hell did you get I that part know, by the huh? way? Girl Loved it like that character. <laughs> it's like everything to me and my friends. Oh God, yes. Kilolo! I didn't never know that Kilolo was gonna be so popular. So Martin did some work on the Yo Yo album. Q brought him in to really? do some interlude. What work? Oh goodness, he did. That was it. My first first album, okay. first album or second album? I forget. He came in and he did the uh, interludes, okay. uh, and uh, he told me about his. That he was coming out with this show called Martin. Now, how did he? I mean, the working on the you know, album. How did that happen? Yeah, with Ice Cube. Ice Cube okay. brought him in. Got it. Got it. Got Ice Cube it. brought him in, and uh, he told me that he has a show called Martin, mm -hmm. and uh, he has a character named Shanene, and that uh, <laughs> he wanted me to be Shanene's homegirl, best friend Kilolo. He had it all laid out for you. And a year or so later, a Warner. I get a call from Warner Brothers, and I'm. 
you know, they told me about it. I go in and I'm thinking I'm about to audition for the part. They said, oh, no, you already have the part. Yes, Ryan, give it up. No audition. No audition. Ah! And, 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 and just as... Martin was already out too, right? No, it's, yeah, it was, it was just yeah, it was like a couple of seasons. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so I, I became a recurring character. Talk to me about being on set, working with Martin and Shadayday. Martin is the <laughs> craziest, most hilarious dude you could ever work with. Yes. Um, he always will fly off the handle with everything he said. I mean, you know, he had the press on nails. So it was all, every time, you know, he was in character, I always <laughs> died laughing. I could, I could never not do one take because I'd watching him act and he'd, you know, he'd just do <laughs> stupid stuff. And then, you know, we'd, we'd film like four shows in a day. So, oh, you know, wow. he'd do, he'll go into that to, you know, the little snotty-nosed boy that's walking in, you know, so... And you're watching all of that transform. Just, but, you know, just really learning, you mm -hmm. know. He, he really brought me in. He kept his word. Um, and uh, not only that, he brought me in on what uh, a thin line between love and hate, um, which he actually got sick on, so my part never made it in. Oh, I was uh, going to say. Yeah, but, but contractually, uh, I still get paid for that. You know, yeah. Residuals? Residuals for a part that I never even played. What part was that? What did we miss never, out on? Never even played it. Never even oh, never even played it. But it was, what was, was it supposed to be? I can't even uh, remember, Damn. but... <laughs> but guess what? Isn't that crazy? Yes. I still get paid for a thin line between love and hate, a movie I wasn't in, but contractually I was supposed to be in it. So And you don't remember what role you had. I don't remember what role, but he looked out for you know, he he looked out for me and um and that's just, you know, the uh, having a great relationship. Yeah. Um, yeah. How are you with him now? I know they just honored him with VH one hip hop. I know, you know what? I I'm always working. I, I see him, you know, I give him mad love every time I see him. Mm -hmm. uh, what was the last time you seen him? In my head, all y'all is cool. If I hear yeah, you, you know, I have seen you know when I, I I ran into him. Oh, I ran into him at the uh, star when Q got a star. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Do you have a favorite episode that you did? Because you were in a lot. Oh, my goodness. And you were some of the best. Best was the one from the talent show. The talent show has to be the best. Is it? Talent show has to be the best. And, and all of them before when I first started doing them, I could never watch myself do them because I was so stupid and I really wasn't a great actress. You know, it was just like you was thrown into a, you know, a gig. You know, so I never really had to prep for it. I was just thrown in. So. Did you have lines or was it more improv? No. No, you had lines. You okay. had lines, so you know. You didn't think it was a great act. I thought you did great. Oh, you know. Well, now I, I like it, but you know, I was young. It was, hard for you know, it was hard for me to just act that stupid in front of people. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I love the Kiki Lolo character was. Was ratchet, but not as ratchet as Shanae. Shanae was so. I wish I could have been more ratchet because now that I, now that you know, when you, you know, when you come from the hood, you don't really know how to play the hood, but you are. So you didn't know how to really put the extras on it, right? You know, because you was thinking, you know, we were trying to, we were already hip hop. They was hating hip hop, and then here we are playing these stereotype roles, right? Yeah, and and so it was it was hard for me to really get into it without mm. thinking blackface at first. Because you you're so even with the um the the women black intelligent the, black women's coalition exactly yeah no it was just so hard for me to I do it because at that time it was just so much when I realized when people used to say 
is hip hop here to stay? And, and you know, do you feel like you're a role model? What about the men calling women bitches? Right. You know, you had all these interviews all the time, and then to get a character where you just playing, yeah, doing what? You know, when you, you know, it just it, it was almost like I knew, you know, it was mm -hmm. almost like you didn't want to. I didn't know how to take it in at that time. You know, right. now I can watch it, laugh, and love it. You know, kids don't even know me for yo-yo. They know me for Kilolo. So, you know. Yeah, because it's still playing. So, I'm, you know, I'm happy. And now I'm able to watch it and really um, appreciate. Yes. Appreciate the work that we did. Yes, yes. yes. Now, do you remember the flow and the, the talent show? Don't nobody know me like my homie, so open up that phony. Shanae ain't halfway phony. Don't be trying to trick if you ain't rich. Shanae ain't no trick. You better have a grip. And if you ain't got no rims on that hoop deep, don't be trying to scoop me. Golly, just let a sister be. You want some? Hey, you can't get none. You have no idea how much I love you. I have to show you the promo that I did for this, and I pretty much use all my favorite hip hop lines from all my favorite female rappers and. Don't blink my yo-yo is definitely up there. So you can you can uh you can see that. Now on the show, unfortunately, it ended early to me. Don't okay. you feel like it did? It really did, yes. And for whatever reason, and it was always put out there that it was like between, I was gonna say Gina, mm -hmm. Tisha Campbell, and Martin. Yeah, I heard that too. I, and I did never you notice knew. any tension on No, set? I, I, I didn't know. Mm -hmm. Never. They always had great relationship. Yeah. So when I heard that that was the reason why it ended, I couldn't believe it as well. But you know. You know, as a woman, you say, well, if you feel like, you know, if you feel like you've been taken advantage of, then, you know, you have to say something. I didn't see any of that. I mean, you know, I've seen lip the lip kisses and the hugs and the, I just thought it was like, wow. And character, though. Right, yeah, that right. they really could be, you know, they've made a great couple on television. Yes. Um, so I, you know, I was shocked, just like everyone else was when I heard it. And really never really spoke about it with, um, um, Tisha or um, or Martin for that for that matter because you know it's so sensitive and you know in the beginning we were all mad that it happened like yeah you know it was like wow it's over yeah you know it's over yeah yeah so and you also played in Boys in the Hood and Minister Society right and all of those roles I walked in on and did not have to audition and girl you just, blessed I walking in on walking in on stuff why do you think that's the case. Well, hip-hop was, hip hop was, it was that merge where a lot of um, film, because they were doing so many urban movies mm -hmm. and trying to um, mirror what was going on in the community, that it, it had to have a little bit of hip-hop because hip-hop was a part of that. And uh, yeah, once they did that big one with Ice Cube, it just really kept going. And a lot of the, uh, the guys who were making those movies at the time were also doing the, the artist videos. Mm -hmm. So they were creating relationships and telling them the same story. Hey, got this movie coming out. Why don't you come through? You know, and it was making them, um, their project even bigger to have a, a, a hit artist. Yeah. So so now this part, we're going to end it with the confessional. So I was going to ask a bunch of questions. Okay. And we can just end it with a one word. Okay. One okay. okay. Now, do you have a favorite female artist out now? If so. Nicki Minaj. Nicki? Uh, favorite song from a female rapper ever outside of favorite yourself. song from a favorite uh, female rapper. from a female oh um MC Light. Mm. 
Which one? Oh, uh, Roughneck. Yes. Oh, that's on mine too. I don't with yours. <laughs> but oh, wait, our ladies' night. I like ladies' night too. Ladies' night with all with uh, Kim, uh, Angie, Kim, Missy. She played up. Girl, you played. That was my question. Uh -huh. If if you was to do ladies' night remix, yes. and I always ask this with all the female mm -hmm. rappers that come on the show. If you had your version, who would be on your list to do that record? Who would be on my list? I would just add myself to their list. And I oh, would, really? And yeah, keep it how it was. Keep it how it was. Add myself. I would probably also add, uh, I think Eve wasn't in there. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I'd add Eve in there. I love Eve. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Do you have a top favorite female rappers of all time? Of all time, my top female rappers in C-Light. Top five. Top five. So she's number one. Missy, Doesn't have to be in order, but I think Missy, uh, Missy, Lauren. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, Lauren's my favorite. Okay. Oh, you said <laughs> of today. No, oh. no, no, no. Of all time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Missy, time. Lauren, Light, um, Eve. Of all time, Salt and Pepper. Jeez. Oh, how yes. could I? How could I? Yeah. Salt and Pepper. Is that five? That is fine. Okay. That is fine. Now, the song Bodak Yellow, you know that went number one. I know, yes. How do you feel about that record? Really? How I think about Cardi and the record. You know, I, I love Cardi. I love her as a personality. Yeah. Um, I think she's a sweetheart. I thought the song was a joke when I first heard it at first. Really? Yeah, you know, because it was, I didn't think it was finished, you know, because like, I wasn't <laughs> used to girls rapping like that. You can't mess with me. It, Going to <laughs> for real, for real. You know, I, yeah. I, I didn't really. I thought it was un, unfinished, or that someone wrote it for it. She hadn't learned how to really uh, deliver delivery. Mm -hmm. um, so, but then you know, uh, it became very catchy. All the kids were loving it, and so one day I really listened to it, and um, I found it catchy. I found myself singing it, and then I started wanting to support her yes. um, because a lot of women don't get that support. So then I started really you know, making an effort to support her and listening to it. And then I really started, you know, of course, I became addicted like everybody else to the song. Yes. Yeah, but her personality, I love watching her. You know, she reminds me of Nicki. You know, Nicki Minaj, I like her. You know, I don't like all the stuff they rap about um, when it comes to, just because, you know, now that I know better, of course, I'm like an old rapper now um, because the kids are listening. Um, but I love her personality. I love an artist. I love artists. I mean, that's what makes me love Missy. Missy is a straight artist. I love artists. I can tell when they're artists because you can't help yourself, but you know, you can't help the silliness. You can't help, you know, mm -hmm. you can't help me. You can't help me an extra. Yes. You can't help, you know, always, you know, moving, always, you know, you can't help it. You can't help it jumping in and out of characters and saying shit that people might think, you know, you're being funny about, but yes. you're really not. You're just in character. You, you know, so I like that about them. Yeah. So, yeah. How do you feel about what Azalea Banks, because there was controversy with that. Azalea Banks feeling like black men don't support black women in hip-hop and she felt like because Cardi B which is she's half Hispanic mm -hmm. got a hit up on like a Nikki and her for having that well you know these 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 guys they really don't support women and, and they, it's they really are clickish you know mm -hmm. but you know we know that you know thank you we know that men are you know like girls most of them and so you know they love they, they they love to they love to keep up controversy and if you it's very rare that you find real men that really want to help women mm -hmm. um, and not just one woman because you know the guys are always like yeah shit on her yeah you know you better than her you this and you that and they like to pin us against each other and have us go against each other and you know um, 
So you didn't deal with any of that back in the day, did you? Did you feel like it was more of a camaraderie amongst women in hip hop back then? Yeah, we all, I mean, you know, I, everybody really stayed in their lane. I wish it was more of, of what we have. I mean, but you know, out of all the women then, we still don't have like a real sisterhood. I see salt and pepper and then we'll give a lot of love, but you know, we don't call each other on a daily basis or we don't check on each other. It's not like a, hey, salt, happy birthday or- How was hey, it that then, though? I mean, it's just, I, you built relationships. I'm great friends with Missy. I'm great friends with Latifah. I'm great friends with Light. You know, um, I am. I'm great friends with Spinderella. You oh, know, I'm great. just saying. You know, so but there is, you have to make an effort to do it. And a lot of people, you know, it's a lot of kiss ass in this industry. So a lot of people just don't want to hang around or, or kiss ass. You know, mm -hmm. and a lot of the women, we have to work so hard that you don't really have time to really. Hang out and build know? a bond. And build a bond because we're always on the grind. You know? Yeah. Because I find that it's even difficult for me in media. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of people, well, I have a few friends that tell me, my male counterparts, I'm like, you know, get to know such and such in media, get to know and y'all can build. And I was like, trust me, I tried. <laughs> <Right>. Trust me. <laughs> right. Yeah, you try to get together. You know? but, I, but I'm not like what you said earlier. Maybe I need to get out more. I don't hang out. I'm like, I really don't. You know what I've learned? I, I tried to learn to invite people more. Mm you know, for me on my own, you know, because I say, you know, maybe if I just start reaching out more, mm -hmm. then I can have better relationships because some people might not think you, you know, so if, if I come to town, if I, whatever town I'm in, I'll hit them up, you know, like, uh, oh, uh, me and Moni love, oh my God, oh, we're great friends. Yeah, shout out to Moni. Like, um, but you know, we talk, Lady of Rage, one of oh, my God. other sisters, yes, yes of course, she should her. be on that top five too. Yes. Um, you know, we're all great friends. We talk all the time, Mia X. You know, we talk all the time. We make an effort. You know, we look out for each other. Um, Shantae, Roxanne Shantae, mm -hmm. we make an effort. You know, I had to be to, on our show. Yeah, we make an effort to speak to each other and mm -hmm. to stay in contact. Um, you know, so there's other ones. I reach out to um, artists. Uh, which one was married to a uh, genuine? Uh, you know, Soleil. Soleil, yeah. So when I go to she town. Just got married, uh huh. To my boy, yes. yes. And so I reach out to her and, you know, and say, hey, I'm coming to town. Would nice. you like to? So now, it, it, you know, they say, oh, I can't. But, you know, thank you, Yo-Yo, for thinking about me. Yeah. You know, so now I'm trying. But, you know, yes. six years later. Like, <laughs> like, right, now, you now you want to freaking <laughs> No, first of all, the song of Brandy, I Want to Be Down Remixes. I feel like that shows that when women come together, y'all can do amazing things. And, and that was one of the amazing. And that's a good thing that what, what Queen Latifah did when she brought us all together. Oh, she brought all y'all together. Yeah, well, not for that song. I mean, okay. when she did that, we did it. We they had some what award show, and then we had she had all the women she brought back from the there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I wish, I wish that you know the beef with Nikki and Kim and them, so we could have all come together because you know it's easy. I mean, I, even though they say that Nikki didn't show the love that um, she should have turned. I mean, Kelly deserved. To, to whomever yeah. you know like you know they all they you know I saw just, her shout out it's just time, it's just something that women needs we have to learn how to do we have to learn to stop shitting on each other yeah. you know what I mean and even though the older you know leadership is lacking not only in the community but it's lacking in music it's lacking period mm -hmm. somebody has to take the initiative to say hey listen we all need to come together so what 
if we all sound together shit. They used to think, you know, I rap, you know, they used to say, are you from the East Coast? Because, you know, maybe our styles did twain, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just saying, or, or you guys, you sound like you're from the same generation. We, we No one got offended by that. Yeah, yeah. That's why I love when Remy did the um, Summer Jam. I was, uh, you weren't there, yeah. but um, I think she shouted you out. Yeah, oh yeah, I was supposed to be there. Oh yeah, she Remy, and I love Remy. Yeah. Yeah, and and I love Remy. How could how could I put not put Remy? On? There's so many that you forget. I know. How could I not put Remy on my top five? Huh? It's all right. It's yeah, all right. Remy came back came back hard. I'm so proud of her. Yeah, so proud of her. Look at what hip hop can do. Yeah, yeah, and she's a hard worker. And just she did bid and be able to come yeah. out and still and still. Spring. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm gonna end this with um, my two more questions. Okay. One is a personal one for me. Okay. Was um. Tupac a great kisser and a great lover. Was he? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so selfish. That was just my personal. Because in my head, that's my husband. Oh girl. my god. Uh, so, uh, I envy you. Oh, so many ways. <laughs> was he a great lover? He was a great lover. Really? Yes. What made it great? <laughs> was he just passionate? Like, what made it great? He was packed and passionate. Packed? Get it passionate. Pack and passionate. What's packing? Passionate. Merge it too. Pack it Say it one more time. Pack it What is packing? Because some people say, you know, A is too short, nine is too hot. Don't you a hot mess? Like nine and above? I'm going to please you that. <laughs> good one. Good time. Packaging it is a good enough word for me to sum that up. Okay. That's the word for me for the end of the day. Now, if we can, please, if you can, give me one word mm -hmm. to describe where you are in life right now. Everything that you did from the beginning in life, in your career, being here in Brooklyn, teaching the, the kids about the importance of hip-hop and implementing that into education. Where are you in life right now? You can sum it up in one word. In one word, mm -hmm. I, I'm committed. Committed. Thank you, Yo-Yo, for doing this interview. It's been an <laughs> honor. And don't forget to follow Yo-Yo wearing this Yo-Yo yo Fearless on social media, on all social media, Yo-Yo Fearless. And to the Black Expo College Tour, you gotta yes. check her out. Yes, she's gonna be hitting the college near you. Yep, gonna be hitting the, yeah. I, I, there's a list if you go to blackcollegeexpo.com. You can get a list of all of the uh, cities that we will be in. And this is it for your girl, Jazzy Bell, Women in Hip Hop Podcast. I'll see y'all later. Woo! Bye. <laughs> I love it. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed the interview. Shout out to Yo-Yo for coming through to Women in Hip Hop Podcast. So moving forward, what I will be doing, you guys, is playing the record that each guest says is their favorite hip hop record from a female artist. So today, I will be playing MC Light, Roughneck. And this is what Yo-Yo said is her favorite female hip hop record Ever outside of hers, of course. So y'all stay tuned to Woman in Hip Hop Podcast and enjoy. <laughs> hey! Hey! Gotta hoo, gotta have a rock. Gotta watch, yo, gotta get 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 a rock. Gotta watch, yo, got
me got him here Hit him with a bit of skips and he's out of there On the avenue, girls are passing through Too much of a 